man, I'm feeling the crave for some beat-em-ups today. But we did Streets of Rage. How about, how about something else? Today on... Do it, Jake. You know you want to do it. No. no. We do not no, do the mouth no. sounds when guests are here. Mm-hmm. That would be... No. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> that would be rude. <laughs> Pretend like I'm not here. I'll just, I, I, I actually, I like it this way. I'll just watch. I'll just sit in the corner and watch. It's even creepier when you're in the closet staring. Okay. So. <laughs> creepier or just better. <laughs> really got to start off the only knees now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Today I'm here and I think I want to talk about some more beat-em-ups. We were playing some Streets of Rage a while ago, me and Sick Jake. We were trying to beat each other. It didn't work. Both of us lost. Now I kind of want to play a final fight, but I was talking to a friend from Tadpog, and if anybody doesn't know what that is, Jake, could you tell me what Tadpog stands for? Well, they're one of the most organically homegrown artisanal podcasts around. Accurate. (laughs) Oh, GP, is that you? No, that's Werewolf. How's it going? Oh, uh, it's great. Everything, me? Things are good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am Pulse 109. You've heard me here before. We also have Sick Jake. Say hi, Jake. Hi, Jake. There we go. Everybody knows that voice. And today we have GP from the Retro Therapy and Werewolf at the same time. Hello, everybody. Tis, tis us. <laughs> yeah, can we put some reverb back behind me, please? <laughs> yeah, fix it in post. Please, thank you. I can't hear any snare in my headphones, all right? It's spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> now, today we have Dave from Tadpog. And if you haven't heard of Tadpog, it's Tyler and Dave play old games. And uh, they're a source of inspiration for Jake and I. So we wanted to get reach out and see if we could at least get Dave. Tyler's like... I don't know who the hell this is. So Tyler's a tough get. We snatched Dave up. I, I am I am way more available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we have that much in common. So Dave, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. You bet. That was uh, really sweet of y'all. Uh, that's um, for all that inspiration stuff. You're that's uh, that's wild. I like I like your show. I think you should get, you guys should be really proud of it. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, I like to thank the rest of the boys, and I, I just tag along for the bragging rights so that works out but today <laughs> yeah so i'm just going to go over real quick here so with tadpog how does it work you get you get your friends you get your viewers listeners everybody to basically vote on a game you play it and then no, basically no, no. record an episode i wish we did that's a much better idea than what we actually do <laughs> uh we so what i do is we pray to our dark lord uh the randomizer uh, and by that, I mean, I type in a random number generator one through 725 because <laughs> uh, I've got a spreadsheet of Super Nintendo games that whatever number it spits out, I just cross reference that spreadsheet. I'm like, well, it looks like we're playing race driving next week. So <laughs> you mean uh, driver training simulation? Yes. The sequel, apparently. <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> yeah, the sequel. Jake, we can learn from this. All I'm saying is. A game called Race Driving, it can't be that bad, right? Two frames per second, <laughs> two whole frames. Sounds great, man. 
Man, I can't see through time, so two frames is all I need. <laughs> all right, so we're going to do a little different. Since you have basically no say in the matter besides punching in a random number generator here, uh, I asked you to bring up a game. So what kind of game do you want to talk about today? Uh, so I really like beat-em-ups. And, and recently for our show, we did Final Fight 3. And in my research for Final Fight 3, excellent game, by the way, uh, and... So I was like, man, I was kind of jonesing for more beat-em-ups. And in my research, I found out of something about something called Final Fight LNS Ultimate. And I was like, this looks cool. And around the same time, uh, y'all hit me up and you're like, what would you like to talk about? And I was like, well, I'm going to be playing a lot of this game uh, and Hades. And you guys are like, no, not Hades. We're, we're doing that. I'm like, okay, then this. <laughs> <laughs> You can blame Jake for that one. Jake's, Jake's the Hades. Well, guy. I mean, damn! I was the only one who played it on the on the podcast. But oh no! <laughs> okay, so maybe we should have got you in sooner, is what we're saying. Well, fu- okay. let's just do. You guys want to do Hades again? Are you cool with that? <laughs> <laughs> or phasmophobia? What are you guys? <laughs> I think I got Wolf on board for Hades. So if we can get him to play it again, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I would have assumed that when you said Final Fight LNS Ultimate, basically, I would have thought that this is like some kind of Wii U kind of uh, championship edition Street Fighter kind of thing. So tell tell us what it is. So it's um it's like a it's a fan made uh, fighter beat 'em up hybrid, which it sounded really cool to me immediately because like I love beat 'em ups, I love fighting games. So it's like, okay, you combine those things together and, and do it well. Cause I mean, it's, they, you know, developers have tried to do that. They've tried to do that in the past. And it's like, I don't know, uh, it, like Mazen Saga does this thing where it's a beat em up and then you fight the boss and it's a fighting game. And it's like, that's horrible. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, it's really, that's horrible. Ugh, it's bad. But in LNS Ultimate, they kind of take this like the fighting combo system and special moves and super meter and all that stuff and they kind of put that in uh, a final fight game and what drew me to the game was the absolute bananas roster that this game has it's insane it's wild (laughs) there's like 69 characters nice Nice. (laughs) Uh, and i wasn't able to unlock a single one and i played this game for a really (laughs) long time this game is Balls hard. <laughs> you start out as Cody and hope for the best. You could you could play as like you could play as any of the the original cast from Final Fight, Final Fight Two, or Final Fight Three, uh, and then the roster okay. of Street Fighter Two. So those are those are your starting characters. And then if you beat the game, from what I understand, if you beat the game on normal with any of those characters, you unlock a hidden character, a new character, an unlockable. Well, I've seen, like, Jake posted a link. I was watching this. I never got a time to chance. Well, I had time, just very poor with time management, so I never got it set up to play it. So I was like, I got to watch video after video. And Jake posted a playthrough of someone playing on the hardest difficulty. I don't even know how to pronounce the hardest difficulty. Musou? Musou? Basically Dynasty Warriors influence mode. Yeah. Double the enemies, double the bosses. It's stupid. <laughs> Yeah, and I was watching this playthrough where they're playing as Akuma from Street Fighter, and, you know, it's like evil Ryu on steroids is what I always called him, <laughs> and the guy, whoever's playing is just constantly, this 
one after other after other, just combo, 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 and you never see him let up. And it still took him like an hour and a half or something or more to beat the game. And he's just constantly going and making it look easy. Meanwhile, I'm like, Jake, have we beaten Streets of Rage yet? Right, look, look, man, I'm working on it. <laughs> it's, it's in the backlog. Hades took a long time, okay? No, I, I played this one. I thought I did pretty good, but apparently after watching that video, I only made it a, quarter, a third of the way through. It's hard. It's like, hard. Insanely hard. Yeah. The default difficulty is two lives, I think. No continues. No, yeah. Essentially, in order to beat the game on normal, you have to do a one credit clear. And there are six stages, which sounds like it's not a lot, but... You got to keep in mind it, to anyone who hasn't played this game, like the amount of enemies, even on normal is like, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. And they're taking enemies from not just fun. Like it's most like, I'd say what, 70, 75% or something final fight based, but they have nods to street fighter. Was it fatal fury? All these other ones, levels that are interlaced between everything. So they stretch it out and in like the most, like fan worthy way kind of thing like it's like an homage to everything yeah like i think the first half is final fight i believe and then after that they kind of go places predator uh strider is in there uh cadillac's dinosaurs they they cover all the capcom classics mm -hmm. yeah and i wasn't able to finish it on normal like i cannot <laughs> like i cannot believe like this game is totally for the enthusiast which i thought i was but it turns out that my body is weak and i am not ready because <laughs> Like I, I played this game a lot, you guys, like to the point where it's like, I told my wife today, I was like, okay, I got to record, I got this guest spot on a podcast. I got to beat this game on normal. So essentially she gave me the day. And then like an hour before we started, I came out and I was like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. So are you saying that we're the excuse to get time away from the family? So what I'm saying is it all worked for that out. Anytime. <laughs> okay, cool. Gotcha. How far did you end up getting then? Uh, I got to stage five on normal, and then I just kind of ran out of time. I feel like beginner <laughs> is very easy because, like, it's it's very forgiving. You're able to continue. They give you multiple credits. Um, the enemies aren't as hard. So it's like I got through beginner, like, really fast. And then, like, I was like, oh, well, shit, I didn't unlock anything. And it didn't give me an ending, so I guess I'll try it on normal. And then it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's really brutal. I got as far, I can't remember the stage number, but it was the rooftop, uh, and that boss kicked my ass. I was playing on baby mode. I was playing on easy mode. Uh, I am not great at these games. <laughs> as Paul just pointed out, uh, Streets of Rage <laughs> is still in that backlog. But, I mean, at first, you're playing in it, and the characters feel overpowered. Like, I was playing as M. Bison, mm. and the special moves are wild in this game, and I was felt like I was doing great. But when you take a hit, you take a hit. Your health bar really dives on every enemy hit. Yeah, the 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 knife guys, the the guys named Elgato, like yeah. uh, those dudes could like straight up suck a dick because like they will stand and they'll just <laughs> you'll be fighting eight guys and they'll be like, okay, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go on the other side of the screen. I'm just gonna chuck knives <laughs> until this guy is dead. And it's like they'll hit you with a knife, and it's like, well, there goes a third of my life. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. So it's not like Batman essentially so you don't get to take on like 40 guys at once and then still feel like a badass no it's it's a little bit more i don't want to say realistic but maybe realistic 
Well, in a way, because this game is great for the wide variety of moves you have. And one of them I love is you have the dodge move. You double tap up or down and you roll. Mm -hmm. On paper, it sounds great. But then you realize when you're rolling, you can still be hit. There's no invincibility (laughs) hitbox. Rolling is useless. You still get hit by everything. Yeah, there's no perfect dodge. Like this game... Yeah, it expects you to just, I, it, I, I assume it just expects you to be like 100% aggressive because it's like, yeah. I found that when I was the most successful, I was just um, chaining combos and specials, which feels amazing. Like, I feel like that's yes. where this game like really succeeds because I played as, I was playing as Guy because he's my, he's my favorite character from Final Fight 1. On second thought, I probably should have gone with like a Street Fighter 2 character because maybe, I don't know, maybe that would have been a little more easy i don't know but i stuck with guy and it's like you can just string so you've got a you have a special meter and it's like you can just keep stringing combos like anytime you do a special move like you would in like a fighting game it uses a little bit of a little bit of that meter so i would just string combos until that was done and there would still be enemies left and it's like oh my god i just (laughs) used 200 mp and i'm not done yet I, you know, I gotta say you probably are at a disadvantage if you're playing with an old beat 'em up character like from the first one because you basically have what punch, grab, jump kick, and special, as opposed to like an entire, uh, I guess, skills of like fireballs, dragon, dragon punches, hurricane kicks, and then all of a sudden you can do all that. Like I, I would assume like the Street Fighter characters or at least the. Uh, the fighting game characters would all be more of an advantage because you could probably combo things better. But I don't know. I never get played. I was just watching it. They do add, uh, for like the original Final Fight uh, characters, they do add special moves. And like Guy, for example, he was in Street Fighter Alpha. So it's like they pull a lot of like his moves from that, which is really nice because it's like, okay, this feels good. And also the guys who made this game like love these games. And I feel like that yes. shows through. And that always makes me feel good because I, I love Capcom. Like when I was a kid, I remember anytime I go to like the the rental store, they're like, I would look for Capcom, the Capcom logo or the Konami logo. And it's like I do. If I went home with one of those, I was probably going to be OK. Yeah, you can do no wrong when you were a kid playing a Capcom game even. See, I wish I learned that lesson as a kid. I was the one who went to the mall and picked up that Superman on the NES by Kemco, Ooh. you know. <laughs> Glorious Kempco, such a great yeah. company. <laughs> Is that a, like even endorsed by DC Comics, or did they just say, "No, this guy's not Superman from DC. It's just a man who is super." No. <laughs> it's like Steven Superman. They paid for some kind of license, but the Statue of Liberty in that one talks. So it's, it's a classic. I love that they paid for some kind of license. We're not sure what they got, but they paid for it. <laughs> Turned out to be a moose hunting license, and they just broke the law by making the statue talk. <laughs> Sorry, that's a Canadian thing. We have Mies up here. I love, uh, <laughs> I, I love your Canadian voices. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's soothing. You know what I mean? It's, it's all, it's, it's very nice. When I'm li- in the car listening, I feel sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> the further east you go, the the thicker it gets. Let's just say that. Oh yeah. The way I pitched it to Beaver Buzz uh, earlier this week, I said, "Look, there's two Canadians on the podcast, and then one guy from Kansas, and the other one wears plaid." Basically, four Canadians. Yeah. I'm literally wearing a flannel shirt right now, and that's not. I wish I could prove it to you, but I, li- I am honorary Canadian. 
thank you. Oh, man, that's a high honor. That's all we need. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I smelled maple syrup in here, but anyways. (laughs) For this game, it has the super moves, right? Like Final Fight 3? But I never did play Final Fight 3. Are they the same or different? So, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it's because some of them, like, like for Guy, yeah, some of them are. Um, But also, they added ultra moves to this game, too. Is that like the uh, Street Fighter Alpha ones where you like you charge it up and then you get like this crazy super fireball? Yes, absolutely it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so. What's really nice is in the game, like so when you're configuring the controls and stuff, because this is a PC game, this is like a free game that people can download. And like, I don't know if I'm spoiling anything for the end or whatever, but I think if you're, if you like beat-em-ups, it's free. Try it. It's actually pretty cool. But. So like when you're setting up the controls, you can set a button to like a move list. So that's really nice because you could be in the middle of the game and be like, well, let me pull up the move list and see if I'm uh, utilizing this character to my full potential. Nope, I'm not. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Whoever put that in there. Thank you. Because yeah, that's the, that's the best thing I think from uh, more recent fighting games when you actually can pull up a move list. Yeah. If you you didn't have it like the manual, you're screwed. Especially when there's 69 characters. Nice. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh no it's it's kind of crazy to see because there's not only just characters from all these different franchises but you actually see the levels like there's uh, what's his name is ken's level uh like you know in front of the boat yes and then it goes mm-hmm. on to the boat <laughs> so it's kind of cool because they just do all these little nods to all the franchises that they have involved and then they have little cameos like the dude from was it Streets of Rage 3 that was only in the Japanese version? Like the, the village people dude with yes. all the leather. Like he's in the background. <laughs> licking the light pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like straddling it and licking it. <laughs> yeah, no, like there's these all these little sprites in the background and stuff. It's the little cameo appearances. And I think that's something that Capcom did well anyways. So mm-hmm. the fact that they put those in is kind of like a nod to a nod. And it's kind of really nice to see. It's like these guys get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so what I ended up doing, I ended up cheating a little bit, and I downloaded a save that had all the characters unlocked, because I had to play some of them. Nice, nice. Because <laughs> you get to play the Predator in it. <laughs> I mean, it's the guys from uh, the Punisher game are in it. It's just, mm. it just wild. And they did such a good job of taking the moves from those games and translating it over to basically a one-button attack for the most part, right? You have attack, special, and parry, right? And everything comes over. Could you ever get Perry to work? <laughs> Once. Nice. And it was great because <laughs> nice. you get XP if you do it and you get level ups, right? Because you level up in the game. And yeah, yeah I pull up once. Otherwise, yeah, <laughs> nothing. And you can also counterattack if you parry, but like I, the window on that is so like the, the window to parry itself is small. And then the window to counterattack is even smaller. And like the punishment is if you use the parry and you, you don't get it right, you lose special meter. <laughs> so it's like, oh my oh, God. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's punishing, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's it. This game is not small either. Because I no. I, I thought of it was like, okay, this got to be like it's just a ROM hack. So it's just like a few megs you throw onto a ROM or something, like you would for any other ROM hack. No, this is like a separate game entirely, mm-hmm. and then everything's thrown into it. That was like what one point three gigs or something. The install file was. It's quite large. Um, it's based on the open. Open Beats engine, I think it is, which mm-hmm. was um, a fan port of Streets of Rage. They made their own engine, and it kind of took off. 
And it's a great engine because you can play it on, you know, PSP, uh, on hacked Switch, Android, all this stuff. But when I was reading about Final Fight here, because of the size and the sheer amount of content in it, it doesn't work unless it's on PC or Android. It's 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 insane what they've used Ascension for. Yeah, like it, Jake tried to explain to me how emulators are really forcing things to work. You know, trying to basically try to get old technology to work on more modern things, and it's not easy on the hardware. So that kind of put this in perspective for me a little bit, and I was like, okay, and now I understand why it's so big because these guys cram so much in there. It's really cool. Yeah, I really love how. Um... You mentioned it's not small. It's, it is big because there's uh, actually branching paths of levels. They crammed in all the bonus games you've seen in Street Fighter, like barrel smashing, breaking up a car, all that stuff. And it's, it's wild. Breaking bricks. <laughs> Stack of bricks, I think, was one of my favorites for some reason. There are different modes, too. Uh, like, there's a fighting mode. There is a volley bread mode, which I really meant to check out, but I was so, like, laser-focused on trying to beat the game on normal <laughs> and failed that I didn't try volley bread. But it sounds great. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I think the car mode, or when you're doing the one the one bonus stage, it's uh, you're beating up Bread's car. Mm-hmm. He's one of the characters in the game. And you're just smashing his car, and it just says Bread's car, Bread's, you know, mirror. <laughs> I get a kick out of it because that's the one that used to come over and then after he beat up the car, he'd walk over and it would go, oh, oh my, my car. <laughs> but it, I think it was the Super Nintendo version where it would always cut off. So it always just go cut. Yeah, it's oh like, my cup. it's like, oh my God, in the arcade version. And like, of course, Nintendo like being like, whoa, 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 can't say God. Whoa, hold up. Oh yeah. my car. Let's fix that. <laughs> no, it's, it's hilarious because there's games that, I can't. I forgot even existed for the most part. I mean, there's so many. You know, all these ones that I grew up around in arcade games that I never got to play, like Cadillacs and Dinosaurs is one. Mm-hmm. You got characters from that. And then, you know, the Final Fight franchise, Super like Street Fighter franchise. They have like the more modern characters from Street Fighters, but they have like the original Street Fighter Two roster, like those sprites. But they have the more modern ones, like uh, what's his name. Uh, the blonde dude, Alex. It's like one of Guile's friends or oh, something. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, yeah. So, and you get stuff like that. And like these characters are just, it's, I thought it was kind of a throw off for everything. And I was like, oh no, it's just throwing everything in together. But oddly enough, it works. It's just, there's so much going on in this game and they throw in enemies between different games and stuff like that so, and bosses. And it's just like, Final Fight seems to be like the the base that they attach everything else to, and it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really, like, maneuverable. Like, I mean, it's. I, I feel like the reason it's as difficult as it is is because it is It is made for enthusiasts, and also they yeah. give you a lot to work with. I mean, aside from, like, the super moves and, you know, the regular throws and the juggle combos, uh, they kind of give you a recovery um, attack where it's like if you get – if you're get hit you can press up and attack and then kind of you'll still take damage but you'll kind of give yourself a little bit of room uh and there's dashes you know there's forward dash unfortunately there's not a back dash you actually turn around and and move that direction i do wish there was a back dash like if you could hold parry and double tap back to do a back dash that'd be really sweet that's just gonna make it too easy you know yeah people, maybe. people might actually be able to beat this on normal <laughs> I'm sh- there are definitely people who can and it's like 
I want to be one of those people, but man, I don't know if I can put that much time into it. <laughs> if they just gave me one continue, I might right. be able to do a little bit better. Right. Oh man. Yeah. Like I was, I'm kind of scared to play this now because yeah, <laughs> it was just watching that, uh, the hard, like the, cause it goes beginner, normal, hard, ultra hard master kind of deal essentially. And so there's five difficulties and watching the one on the fifth difficulty and whoever was doing it obviously knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. but because they were, weren't stopping and stuff and making it look easy. I said, this has to be one of those things where it's just, it's, it's I will get my ass kicked and won't make it past the first screen kind of deal. I say check it out anyway. I mean, it, it's so much fun yes. that it's like it's and it and the price is right too. I mean, I, I definitely say check it out because <laughs> I mean it's fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they have CD quality sound and stuff mm-hmm. in that too. So it's really like they didn't just take the rips from the original games for music. They have actual good audio in it. So it's also widescreen too, which is great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yes. I never thought that would be a big difference, but I, when I saw that and comparing it to the old ones, I never realized how it's like you feel kind of claustrophobic playing the old ones if you've played something a little bit more modern and they have more of a, a widescreen field of vision on there. So that's that's like one of those updates for, for modern gaming that uh, I think they did really well is adding that makes makes for a much more enjoyable thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of the black bars and just saying it, it just made the experience better. <laughs> yeah. Well, it allows you to also move faster too. It makes you, it makes, it allows a developer to make a faster beat em up because your field division is larger. So um, enemies can be faster because it's like, it's always frustrating to me when I play a, like a, a beat em up in four, three aspect ratio. And it's like, and the enemies are too fast. And it's like, I had like literally a split second to see the enemy come on screen. <laughs> yeah. Well, because if you let them get on you, they are cheap as hell. You mentioned the recovery attack. You're pretty much forced to use it because mm-hmm. if you don't, they will juggle your ass to the corner every time. Yeah. And when you use the recovery, the, the I don't know what it's from. I don't know if it's a custom wave or what, but there's like the woman's voice who says, no juggies. <laughs> yeah. But like, I really love this because I've played other fan games before that are similar, right? Uh, most people are probably familiar with Mugen. It's been around for mm-hmm. forever. And all the, the fan games made with that, pulling sprites from everything. Mm-hmm. But this one, as hard as it is, there's definitely a more level of polish in terms of the controls and the feel of the character movement. It's it's a cut above, for sure. Especially with all the characters in there. They did such a great job balancing, I think, each of the characters. Like Whether you're playing the original characters or the one of the... Street Fighter characters, like I said, I was playing Bison, and he felt overpowered, but he really wasn't. I mean, it was really well done. Sorry for all the slamming. You can tell my kids are awake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for mine to bust through the door at any moment. What are you doing in here? Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think the amount of polish on this game uh, is really well done. And it's like it was made in South America. So the site is all in Spanish. And, um, so the only way I could tell what the hell was going on on the site was to, you know, use like a, some, like a translation plugin or, or, you know, something like that. And like, they talk about, you know, balance being important to them and like balancing, like when you could look through the updates when they've added characters, they're like, okay, yeah, we've like, we're taking balance into account. And it's like, oh my God, that's so much work. (laughs) Yeah. The way they'd done it, just from watching, it seems like, you know, I mentioned it earlier where I thought you'd have the advantage playing as a Street Fighter character, but when you talked about that, it kind of addresses it, too, and just saying, like, 
yeah, you know you'd be better off with like Ryu versus uh, Cody. But no, like that, that makes they're actually paying attention to the player base and they're not just making it for making a buck, you know, because this is a free game. So they're putting the time and the efforts into it to make it what they want it to be and what they think it should be. So that's really cool to see. I, I really like indie devs that take the time to actually tweak things and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it, if they're going to put something out, they want to make sure it's finished. I'm curious where they're from. So you mentioned South America. I wonder if it's Brazil. In my, in my brief speed running career, I got my ass kicked by Brazilians because they are masters <laughs> at the beat-em-up games I was playing. And which beat-em-up are you uh, holding a world record there, by the way? Well, thank you for asking, Paul. As you know, I am the former world record <laughs> holder of Double Dragon. No, not that one. The one in the Master System. <laughs> and then four guys from Brazil kicked my ass Aww. so hard. Wait, four? <laughs> Those bullies. They're really awesome, man. <laughs> they They deserve it. Man, Double Dragon. I remember playing Double Dragon on DOS because um, <laughs> I did not have an NES for a long time as a kid. Like, because my yeah. parents were kind of like anti-video game. So, but but I would whine about it so much that they would buy me PC games because my dad had one for work. And I remember playing DOS, Mega Man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> which was unbeatable. It was an unbeatable port of the NES game. Uh, and then Double Dragon. And I did beat Double Dragon on DOS. I wonder if anyone holds a, a speedrun record for that. <laughs> yeah, Double Dragon on DOS. Mega Man on DOS is such a trash heap of a game. Yeah, yeah man. Say Jake, say it. Say it. It's hot garbage. Yes, it's Thank totally you. hot garbage. There we go. <laughs> I'm surprised there hasn't been a Tupperware reference yet. <laughs> I, I I don't like bringing it up. Because I don't know how that's working out for Jake, so I kind of leave it until he does. Yeah, I kind of want to go back to Cirque du Soleil. I, I think my real future's there. <laughs> it sounds more fun, I'll be honest. What if you were Tupperware in Cirque du Soleil? That would be pretty interesting. Like, would you, would like a, li- a lion climb into you? Or, like, I don't know. I think I contort my body into a <laughs> vacuum sealable Tupperware container. <laughs> while Celine Dion yodels in the background. <laughs> I think there's a, a real market for this. Uh, I agree. <laughs> like, there's a market for everything if you play it right. So that's true. Speaking of markets, don't don't forget to check out our Ko-Fi link. <laughs> is that coffee? Is that what it is? I don't. I, I don't know. I thought it was coffee, but I think it's Ko-Fi. It's basically Patreon, but instead of you know paying for OnlyFans stuff, you just give us enough to buy a coffee. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't heard of much. that. Yeah. We were going to try to do a Patreon thing, but uh, we're we're not that organized. Much pressure to perform. <laughs> we can't we can't do podcasts on the side. <laughs> yeah. Also, I learned of this thing called spreadsheets today. Spreadshirts is that what it was? We could, maybe we could figure that out. Let's see, we're we're trying to sneak pro tips from Dave without him realizing it. No, no. I mean, you don't have to sneak. Uh, you can. I mean, I, I I'm happy to share. I will tell you this: that Patreon is like totally super easy (laughs) and it's like i know i know the pressure you're talking about but like eventually what happens is like what we do is stupidly we'll produce a whole bunch of things and then put it up and then like it'll be lax for like three months and then we'll be like oh shit we should probably do something with this thing uh that's very important to us (laughs) so that sounds familiar jake do you know well (laughs) you guys never listen but i keep trying to explain the benefits of a retro podcast is we're not current. <laughs> we don't have to be. Yeah. So we can bank <laughs> yeah. those episodes, man. Bank them and schedule them. 
about that, we should learn how to do that as well. Yes. <laughs> but we got Dave here, so it's all good. It's all good. Next time, we we, we got to think of excuses on why Werewolf and, and GP aren't here today, but it, it just made it easier for me to edit, basically. Well, I mean, <laughs> if they saw the Muso mode on this game, I, I can see why they're scared to show up today. That game, This game is ridiculous. It's a lot of fun, though, but it's it's ridiculously hard. Well, thanks for making me feel better. <laughs> because I was like, first of all, I suck at this game. And second of all, I feel really bad that I suggested this game because um, I hope these guys <laughs> like it. <laughs> no, just watching it alone is is really cool to see because I, I don't, I'm like, ooh, piece of candy, ooh, piece of candy really bad. So when I start watching the videos and saying, hey, should I try this? First off, I want to try this. And second off... I actually just enjoy watching people play it. It's really cool because, first off, they're getting further than I will. <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> of it. And I, I just kind of get a different experience from playing it. Because when I'm playing it, I'm tensed up, trying to kick some ass, trying to make it look like I know what I'm doing, especially if I'm streaming it or something. But if I'm sitting back and watching someone who knows what they're doing, I can take in all the little things here and there and just be like, oh, hey, I never noticed that in the background. Mm-hmm. Or this, this song is amazing. I'm really glad to hear you talk about like not wanting to stream it because that I've been wrestling with that recently with, I have such a hard time streaming games that have a huge following that I'm horrible at super Metroid, for example, (laughs) like (laughs) I will never, and people have asked me, will you stream super Metroid? It's like, no, (laughs) fucking no, (laughs) I won't because I'm horrible at it. And uh, you're going to laugh at me and I'm going to be miserable. (laughs) (laughs) I was kind of feeling like that about Hades because I love Hades, but I mean, dude, I think I got 60 runs before I finally beat the boss once <laughs> and I found out what we have to do for the ending. Mm-hmm. And, but I see people online streaming it and they're just so awesome on that game and they, they're clearing it without a sweat. Hades is one of those games that I feel like you, once you get to a point, it like clicks and when it clicks, cause like it happened with me, it took a really long time for me to get my first clear, but once I got it, it felt like the rest of the clears just kind of became a lot quicker. Well, it's funny. I was laughing with Wolf because the night we recorded the podcast about Hades, I had not beaten him yet. And then as soon as we finished wrapping up, I'm like, man, I got to play it. And I beat him back to back twice in a row. That shit always happens. <laughs> yeah. Right. But since then, nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we call that beginner's luck. Wait. Look, I'm 60 hours in. I'm no, It's not a beginner. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if Dead Cells has taught me anything, oh, yes, God. that is beginner still. That's another one, too. One of these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dead Cells. Yeah, Dave, if you haven't played that one. Yeah, I've played that one. That's um, That one didn't hold me like Hades did. And it's, I'll be honest, like, and this ties in with why I love Capcom so much. It's like, I am such a fanboy for style. Like, I know a lot of people, like uh, a friend of mine, Zaldop, like he, we just recently had a conversation and he was like, I can play, I can play a potato as long as the gameplay is good. I'm not that guy. <laughs> like I need it. I need it to look good. I need it to feel like I am uh, partaking in something fun. <laughs> I, I don't know. I love it, but I'm also a graphic designer. So I'm like, I'm drawn to like fantastic illustration and art direction and and sound and all that i mean that that matters a whole lot to me yeah and that design that you're talking about i thought that was kind of lacking when i first 
at like first glance because I was talking about the more recent sprites from later Street Fighter Street Fighter games mm-hmm. versus the older stuff and like the especially the the original Final Fight characters because they're not the same kind of resolution even Mm-mm. between like Final Fight one and two you can see the difference you know and it, it's just kind of cool to see how it still kind of works they like they've managed to make it work together and I think maybe it's because you're fighting so many different enemies from so many different games and stuff too so it kind of works out yeah the kind of like general aesthetic of of lns uh final fight lns ultimate is that it is kind of it's a mishmash but it does all kind of work because they were all done by this they were all developed by capcom so and i feel like a lot of those games had similar art styles but with just different, you know, technical specs and all that. So I feel like that really helps it. But I, but I do agree. I mean, when I go into a fan game, especially one with like 69 playable characters, it's like, uh, nice. nice. First of all, nice. <laughs> Second of all, uh, they're probably going to have, you know, it's probably not going to look super great. But I was, I was surprised by this one. I, I, th- I think they, they, you can tell that they tried. Well, that's why I loved uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. And all those because mm-hmm. you could have something like Akuma or, or Ryu beaten on Mega Man, and somehow mm-hmm. it still looked like it would belong. <laughs> fit. Yeah, y'all. My favorite thing about like uh, Capcom dipping in the in the Marvel universe is like, and this goes back to me loving the style. I mean, it's like seeing those characters. Like I remember playing uh, X Men Children of the Atom for the first time in the arcade, and like seeing the character, the X Men, the characters that I loved, seeing them drawn with even just a slight anime uh, tilt to them was like, oh my god! Like this is this is awesome. Yeah, I I don't know. There's something about the artwork in those Marvel versus Capcom games that was one of my favorite beat 'em ups of of all time because it's like Ryu can't or sorry Ryu. I know I always say Ryu because Canadian spelling, Canadian. Yeah, Canadian spelling. There's something about it that I said. There's a, there's no more badass way to draw this guy uh, than you'd see in that one. That's mm-hmm. what I always used to think. So every time I, if I go back to the older stuff, like anything SNES era, I'm just like, this isn't the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, but when they threw in all these Marvel characters and you get compare them, they have the same art style as like you see Wolverine and he's mm-hmm. built. With like the same kind of stature as Zangief, but you know, like six feet shorter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool how they work that in. So that's what I think made this probably transition so much easier is because Capcom already had this weird style, like you said, that just worked around different restraints, resolutions, everything. Did you guys get any endings? I know we haven't really talked about the story because it really doesn't matter, but it is it is absolutely bonkers. It involves. Uh, M. Bison going back in time after Chun-Li defeats him in the tournament. Uh, he goes back in time and makes a deal with uh, Belger, uh, the leader of the Mad Gear gang. So they team up. And that's essentially the story. Um, but like, It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. When you, when you beat the game. So I, when I beat it in beginner, it's like, you don't get an ending. And what they showed me instead, and I don't know if you get this on every difficulty, but what they showed me instead was an extensive slideshow of photographs of people in Capcom cosplay. Yes. Uh, of of varying qualities. <laughs> nice. Yeah, when I watched the ending online, um, the Mosu, or the hard difficulty, you also get the cosplay thing. It's uh, a lady dressed up as poison with uh, some nipply weather. 
We'll yeah. say <laughs> it's a solid 30 seconds of that. My wife walked in the room, of course, at that point, And she's like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing research for the podcast. She, then she's like, I don't want you doing this podcast anymore. Those guys are weird. <laughs> Just oh, blame it on me. That. She already knew that. <laughs> actually, my wife is not a big fan of Twitch. But every Sunday, we actually do watch uh, Ted Pog Church. It's what hey. she likes to watch. All she, right. lo- she loves how you do... You got things down to a science, right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I try to have fun. He's also smart because he's restricting the market. I mean, it's only that one time the week. So, oh, Dave's on. Got to go straight to it. <laughs> it's like, I won't get my fix any other time. <laughs> it's super easy on me, too. <laughs> Accidental FOMO. <laughs> Nice. All right. So, yeah, we can probably just wrap this up here. Dave, where can we find you? Where can we find your stream? And where can we find your podcast? Uh, you can find me on, I guess, like, typically, like, I don't do a lot of social media. I know that sounds like, I'm a, <laughs> I, I know it sounds like I'm a fucking grandpa, which I'm not. But, like, I was heavy into it. And then it, like, I realized, oh, this really sucks real bad. So I stopped using it a lot. Um, <laughs> but, so I'm on Discord a lot. Uh, I'm also, you can find the show on tadpog.com and that publishes every Wednesday. Um, right now we're playing through every Super Nintendo game in a random order and it's a nightmare because we've played all the good ones already. <laughs> uh, and then I do stream like on once Twitch. You, once you play Nights of the Round, it's all downhill. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're like, I, I think we're like, I don't know, maybe 200 Super Nintendo games in. So it's like, it's just 525 piles of shit that we got to like move through the next two years <laughs> 10 years rather well you got one less to play for uh super metroid at least yeah which which is wild because we've already done an episode on that it's just i have guys i'm telling you so super <laughs> metroid people love this game and i get it i understand why people love it but holy shit this is my third attempt at trying to beat the game play it and beat it and it's like what happens every time I play the game is I get to a point where it's like, well, I'm trapped in this room forever and I'm too stubborn to look up the answer. So I guess I'm done with this game. <laughs> yeah, I had many. I had a, a extensive collection of video game magazines to help me along the way. So, yeah, I mean, me too, as a kid, I, that's why I need to get over it, because it's like as a kid, like. I remember playing games specifically because it's like, I have this issue of Nintendo power that has these maps in it. Might as well rent this game and beat it just to do it. <laughs> yep. St- I still remember Star Tropics. I had the Nintendo power issue of that with the full maps. Mm-hmm. Still couldn't beat it. <laughs> still couldn't get anywhere. <laughs> it's been 30 years and we're still trying. Star Tropics has some brutal parts. Like I'm thinking of that dungeon uh, where I guess it's in the graveyard and it's like, you could just accidentally leave the dungeon. <laughs> Yes, and you're screwed. <laughs> and then you have to start it all over again. Yeah. The UFO is where I see people just get stuck and stuck and stuck. It's crazy. I cut you off. I cut you off halfway through it. So tadpog.com, you say. So T-A-D-P-O-G. Yeah, I'm really glad you spelled it because, like, people are all the time. Like, when I raid somebody on Twitch, people are always like, oh, yo, thanks, Tap Dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tap Dog. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that from now on. So. <laughs> it's it's short for Tyler Day Play Old Games. Um, and then I, I stream on Twitch on Sunday nights uh, as Tadpog underscore podcast. Sorry for the underscore, but uh, it does exist. 
It's okay. We've we've got a history of underscores in the podcast. I so. know. Not us. Just GP. Just GP. Yeah, just GP. <laughs> Thanks for having me. He swears it's gone forever, but I don't know. Oh, no, man. Thank you for coming. It's been great. And I'm super sorry for talking over you guys, like, constantly. Uh, I've just been really excited to be here and excited to talk about the game. <laughs> Dude, that's the, the whole idea of doing the online podcast. Talking over is just unavoidable. It Trust is. me, oh, we yeah, do it all the is. time. Yeah. Yeah. And we have one less person here, so it's going to be even easier for me to edit. So thank you. That's a score, <laughs> man. I, I edit our show, so it's like, anytime, it's funny, because, like, I, it, it, I, I feel bad because it's like, I want good content, but I also want to make editing the show super easy for me. <laughs> so yes. it's like these two things are constantly <laughs> battling one another. <laughs> I think that's part of the reason why we all wear different hats over here. Because I don't know what Jake does. I don't know what Werewolf does. And nobody knows what GP does. And we all kind of like it that way. GP's the pretty one. He brings the style. Yeah. yeah. He's the only one with hair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I mean, I love you, GP. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Dave, again, thanks for hanging out, man. Really been it's great. We got to do this again sometime. Hell and, yeah! Uh, looking forward to seeing your streams some more, man. I'm I'm always lurking. So cool. Well, thank you. Any any time you guys want me on, just hit me up. I'm happy. Happy to awesome. happy to hang out. You guys are cool. Sweet. So that Super Metroid episode's coming up, and I'll let you know. Oh my god. Okay. If you want, like, I'll do it. I'll do it. But like, you're not gonna like what I have to say. <laughs> Look, man. I still right, get hate so- mail after saying I don't like Final Fantasy eight and four. So. Somebody else can take that bird. Yeah, but only one person actually replied and said and stood up for Final Fantasy VIII, so we're okay with that. <laughs> so, like, I like eight, but I can totally see, like, man, saying, th- like, that's a brave thing you did, saying you don't like Final Fantasy IV, because, like, <laughs> I'm, that's not my favorite Final Fantasy game, and I've said that, and just saying that it's not my favorite Final Fantasy game has, like, set people off. So I, I, I get it. Kudos to you. It's, it's got its fans. <laughs> it's got its fans. <laughs> it does. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, man. Jake, how about you tell everybody where they can find more of you? Sure. My name is Sick Jake. You can find me on Twitch sometime this year and more often on Twitter at S-I-C-J-A-K-E. There we go. And I'm Polish109. You can find me every now and then on twitch.tv slash Polish109. That's P-A-L-S-H 109. Sometimes I actually play video games. (laughs) No. All right. Again, thanks again for joining us, Dave. And uh, yeah, this has been a blast. And can't look, can't wait to see the next, eh, hear the next episode and watch the next stream. There, I got it. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me on. Special thanks for music. Go to Arthur the Last Ancient on Spotify or The Last Ancient on Bandcamp. For more episodes, please visit our website at pressbtocancel.com. As well, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else you'd like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been... Press B to Cancel.